Okay, I good in Arab Shabbos. How's everybody doing? Shalom Aleichem. Sorry for the delay. Want to start by making a few uh, important announcements. Just some updates in general. Um, Baruch Hashem, Chaste Hashem, the Sefer on the Bein HaMetzarim uh, and Tisha was completed. Siyat HaDashmaya. So here are the updates for uh, future projects. Um, Bezos Hashem, we're working on Sefer Bereshis, as you've been hearing for many months. Here's a little bit of the hurdle. It became so big, um, Baruch Hashem, and so many pages, that to do the whole thing in one volume, it looks like it's going to be uh, not Shaykh. It looks like there will be two volumes on Sefer Bereshis, actually, because uh, it was just getting over 700 pages. So, uh, we hope... We're trying very hard to get out Volume 1 for this coming Bereshis, which is only, uh, we have to finish in a couple weeks. So it's going to be, hopefully, Parshas Bereshis, Noyach Toldois. That will be Chelek 1. And it will be, hopefully, about uh, 450, 500 pages just on the first Chelek of Bereshis. Probably the other Svarim will only have one volume. So if anybody still wants to participate in that, um, they're welcome to. The next volume of Art Scroll in English is uh, well underway. We're about a, a, maybe a fifth or a quarter of the way through, and it's going to be on Purim, Bezos Hashem. Uh, many of the Mamarim appear in Lashon HaKodesh, and there will be a number of new Mamarim that have not appeared before. So, okay. And then there's the uh, Bezos Hashem, the Ben uh, Ashri in Hebrew, which is... Uh, a two-year project, we're about uh, two-thirds of the first year through, which will have the highlight of Torah of the Ben Ashri on the Parsha. That's also available if anybody would like to participate. Fine. Now, um, as many of you know, there are shurim every week for the OU on uh, the Parsha, on the Ramban on the Parsha, on the Balaturim on the Parsha, or on the Ben Ashri on the Parsha. Some people like the Ramban. The Ramban is like the meat and potatoes. You know, if you've learned Rashi on the Parsha, the Ramban is, so to speak, you know, the next step of the fundamentals on the Chumash. It is not available on Torah anytime. It is only available on the OU site. Now, if you go to our site, RabbiDG.com, there have been many, many updates on the site. It's actually um, quite, quite amazing. Somebody is doing this for me, uh, really as a chesed, and uh, very grateful to him. Uh, anonymously, and if you go to our site, RabbiDG.com, and you scroll down, you, so first of all, you could, on the top, you could subscribe and get every week the Divrei Torah from the Ben Lashri to your inbox, you could get in English, the Elevate Your Shabbos table in English, and then you scroll down a little bit, and all the OU Shurim are available from the site, so you don't, this will take you straight to the OU site, you have the Ben Lashri, you have the Ramban, and you have the Balaturim. So I see some people like the Ramban, some people the Balaturim, also amazing Ramazim, and the Ben Lashri is a little bit of a different style. You know, it's a combination of Remez, Kabbalah, it's uh, very interesting. Okay, so this is uh, brand new to the site, the All Parsha um, availability on the new site. Okay, then this gentleman who's a tzaddik, he put on the site like a museum about my grandfather. And if you want to read all the articles about him and the pictures, it's also available on the site. Okay, so that's uh, 
just by way of introduction. So this year will be the five, uh, what we call electrifying Divrei Torah. We'll do a few from the uh, the English and then from the Ben La'ashri. Let's start um, over here. This week is Parshas Akev. So here we go. Could you read it? Could you see? Okay. Um, you need to enlarge it a bit, Remy. Okay. It's hard to see the print, the English. Oh, you can't see it? Let me make it bigger. Is that good? That's better. Oh, it's not much bigger? On my screen, it's huge. Okay. Okay. Um, Hashem, your God, you should fear. Him, you should serve. You should cling to Him and swear in His name. So we have the word S, and Rabbi Kiva famously teaches that S always comes Larabais. By the way, Rabbi, a, a very uh, interesting illustration of this is in this week's parsha. besides the Sashem Lekachatira. We all know that uh, if you go to somebody's house, so you're Mavarich the Balabayas, right? You say, Yeratzayin, Shalai Yevash Balabayas, Olam Azev, Olam Abav, Yitzach, Olam Yitzach, You know, so I have a shul in my house, right? So I once joked, the guy came over to my house and he said the Yeratzayin with a little bit too much Kavana, so, you know, my work is close to my house. But anyway, we know there's a, there's a concept of um, being mavarich the balabayas. Where is there a, a source in the in the Torah that one should be mavarich the balabayas? So Rabbi Yosef Engel says v'yachalta v'savata u'irachta s. The s is not only do you have to be mavarich hakadosh baruch hu, but s Hashem leikacha you have to be mavarich the balabayas. The word s comes to Yimar by the balabayas. Likewise, Rabbi Akiva. Says the word S is Marbe Tamide Chachamim. The word S comes to the Rabbis Tamide Chachamim. Based on this principle that the word S comes to the Rabbis, Rabbi Shro Salanter, who of course was the founder and innovator of the Musar movement, he says, We know you have to give rebuke to your friend. There's a mitzvah to give rebuke to your friend. If you see your friend doing something wrong, you gotta tell him. It's not a matter of instruction, it's a matter of mercy. It's, it's, it's rachamim, it's chesed. You have to do chesed to him. You see him doing something wrong, you have to, uh, rebuke him. But Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's great contribution was the importance of learning Musar. Where in the Chumash does it say you need to learn Musar? So Rabbi Yisrael Salanter would say, S is Balarabois. Who does the S come to include? It comes to include you. Not only do you have to give your friend Moser, you got to give yourself Moser. You have to learn Moser yourself. So Rabbi, Rabbi Sol Salanter would learn the source of Limud HaMoser from the Pasuk of Hoycheach Toycheach Esamisacha. Rabbi Shua Heller, he learns, he understands that the. Uh, Source, the biblical source of learning Musr is as follows. The Pasuk says, imach. Your brother should live with you, from which we learn, Your life takes precedence over your friend's life. Now, if my life takes precedence over my friend's life, 
then alachas kama v'kama, my neshama, my spiritual needs, take precedence over someone else's spiritual needs. Now, let's say a person could either learn themselves or, instead of learning themselves, teach others. So, in principle, one's own neshama comes before somebody else. So, says Rabbi Shuhela, if I am obligated to have mercy on my friend and give him Musr if he's doing the wrong thing, then alachas kama v'kama, I myself am obligated to learn Musr and to give myself Musr to set myself on the proper way. Okay, we move on to um, another offering. Let us go to the uh, Remez of the Chida. Yeah, if you want to see the Chumas Hadeshen, I'll let you uh, take a look at the sheet on your own time. The Torah says, "Eretz Asher Loivim Miskenus Toichal Ba Lechem Leisach Sarko Elba Eretz Asher Avoneha Varzel A Land Whose Stones Are Iron." The Chida brings in the Sefer Nachal Kidumim um, in the name of Rabbeinu Ephraim that this Pasuk contains a remez alluding to the Avois and the Imahois. The Rashi Tevois of Avoneha Barzil Meharea Tachtsoif is Avois. And the word Barzel is Rashi Tevois for the Imahois. How's that? Bila Rachel Zopalea. In fact, I once saw in the Chsam Soifer that the reason why Mitzrayim is called the Kor HaBarzel is because it was the furnace that purified the descendants of the Imahis, namely, Bila, Rachel, Zopalea. Now, to me, this was a very important mnemonic. Why? Because I can never remember whose Shivcha is who. Does Bila belong to Rachel? Does Zopa belong to Rachel? I can never remember that. So this is a very nifty mnemonic. Barzel, Bila, Rachel, Zopalea. And this way you don't forget. That's how to remember who belongs to who. Bila belongs to Rachel. Zopa belongs to Leah. Fine. Now, we go back to the site and we're going to check out the Ben Ashri um, Maramakaimais. Let's check. And I'm going to share with you a couple. Now, one of my favorite ben, all-time Ben Lashri's we did on Wednesday regarding jokes. And I'm not going to... A joke you don't repeat. So if you want to see that, that's on the sheet about saying jokes before learning. I want to share with you a few other ideas. I've been... Uh, at the very least, I can say I like the idea. Something we learned in the Tamar Devaira, where the Tamar Devaira says that one should attach all of one's days to Bina. Bina is Tshuva. Which means that every day a person should try to do tshuva. The Igaris Ramban also said such an idea, that one should uh, try to connect all their days to tshuva. But there's an idea found in the Zayra Kadosh that the time of eating is a time of closeness to Hashem. And therefore the holy books tell us, the Reishas Chachma, the Shlaha Kadosh, that one should try to be maharher b'tshuva before you eat. Now that would be a very good practice, don't you think? Imagine if before every meal you had a thought of tshuva, then probably you would make brachos properly and one would make sure they eat properly and make a bracha properly and the conversation would be proper. 
That is the idea based on the Zaya that one should be maharher b'tshuva before they eat. This is um, brought in the Ben Ashri. He says the gematria, the words v'haya ekev tishma'un is v'ata zan kishera. We know ata v'ata refers to tshuva. So when should you do tshuva? Zan, before you eat. And then kishera, that will make sure that everything you do during the meal, including the food that you eat, will be kasher. So, v'haya ekev tishma'un is gematria v'ata zan kishera. Now this is actually a very, uh, in a way, painful ben l'ashri. And it's certainly... Uh, Appropriate for the one who said it, and that is the pasuk Lagia b'cha akar va'akara. There should not be among you one who is sterile, or a, a, a sterile man, a sterile woman, uvevehemtecha, and among your animals. By the way, this is one of the major problems with a Jewish family owning a dog. You know about this? It's really problematic for a Jewish family to own a dog unless they already buy it neutered, because uh, an animal that you buy. First, uh, you have to get neutered. Otherwise, the dog is not going to uh, is going to be up to no good in the house. And uh, to neuter an animal is an isodiraisa, to neuter a male animal, or or perhaps even a female animal. But here it says akara. The Balaturim says gematria of akara is bedivrei taira. One should not be barren in words of taira, which means like this: that it's not enough. Merely to uh, learn Torah, but one has to try to extrapolate and extend one idea from the other to be lahavin davar mitach davar. One should be fertile when it comes to Torah. In fact, if you look in the Sefer Derech Pikudecha of Reb Tzvi Alimach of Dinov, he brings that part of the mitzvah Puravu is to procreate spiritually with new Torah ideas. This might be, by the way, another meaning of when Benazai says in Yivamais, you know, I can't get married. What he was saying is, I fulfill the mitzvah of Puravu through my Torah thoughts. In fact, if you look in Shasachuvas Afar Kisasa De'anya, he brings in Simon Beis, that the Gemara says that a teacher who doesn't want to teach Torah, even the embryos b'mei imai curse him. Why? Because if someone who doesn't want to teach, he doesn't want to procreate in Tyra, so it's like the embryos are upset that you're not bringing new children to the world. In Tyra, they curse such a person. So the Balaturim is saying, Says the Ben Lashri. Why is it we see many tzaddikim, ga'inim and kadoshim, who are makayim kala Tyra, and they could be extremely wealthy, so clearly God is not just uh, appreciative and going to reward them in Olam Abba. He gives them happiness in Olam Azeh, and nevertheless, they don't have children. You know, it's a very common phenomenon. Many, many G'dayli saw throughout history did not have children. Rab Josh, I see you back here. Welcome back. Good to see you. Many, many G'daylim, uh were not blessed with uh, children. Why? Why is that? Um, what about the promise, though, that God is saying that if you keep the Torah, you will not be barren. So he says that according to the Balaturim, it gives us some insight that the true banim of a person 
are not just their Maisim Toivim, but also their Chidushe Torah, which are their new Torah idea, ideas. So that's, Lo'yiyah B'cha Akar V'akara is B'divrei Torah. Now, let us try one more idea. This one you gotta buckle your seatbelts for. You ready? The Pasuk says, Vigam es hatsira yishalach Hashem lekecha bum. Now the word gam is always a ribay. So vigam, when you increase, what do you increase? S. S sometimes refers to aleph to taf. The letters of the Torah. When you increase in aleph to taf Torah, which is taught in the 22 letters, then you know what God will do? He'll take the word Hatsira. What's the numerical value of Hatsira? 370. And he'll send it to Bum. Bum is 42. You see that? Vigam, if you increase S in Torah, Hatsira, 370, Yeshalach Hashem, God will send to what? Bum to 42. So when 370 is sent to 42, you get 412. Bias, the base Hamikdash. When you increase in Limar Torah, God will build the base Hamikdash. And then the Ben Laashri says something that's very frightening to me. He says, "We know the base Hamikdash is in heaven; it's made out of fire. Where did this fire come from?" Says the Ben Laashri, "The fire of the base Hamikdash Shalmala is the flame of all the uh, Sifrei Torah." and Sifrei Kodesh, and millions of Jews that were burnt in the Inquisition, and in the gas chambers, and the crematoria, all of that holy fire, you know what that fire is? That fire is the Beis Hamikdash Shomayla. And when that happens, when Vigam, when we increase in Limana Torah, God will, S, from Aleph to Taf, He'll send Es Hatsira, Sira 370 to 42, what will happen? Ad! Uh, let's talk about the word Ad. Ad is 74. We know Hashem's Midas Hadin is 86, but if you take the letters before Midas Hadin, the Aleph remains an Aleph. The Hey becomes a Dalit. The Yud becomes a Tes. The, excuse me, the Aleph remains an Aleph. The Lamid becomes a Chaf. The Hey becomes a Dalit. The Yud becomes a Tes. The final Mem becomes a re- regular Mem. The Aleph, Chaf, followed by Dalit, followed by Tes, followed by Mem is 74. This will bring Hashem's Midas Harachamim and Avoid Hanisharim and all the wicked who are who remain will be destroyed. Mipanecha. Mipanecha he learns from the great Kedusha of the intrinsic and internal Kedusha of the Jew. So this will occur and I, I thought this was a, a very moving idea that the Mesamigdash Shomala which is, uh, consists of fire is made out of, is comprised of the burning fire of all the Sifrei Torah, Sifrei Kodesh, and Kedoshim who were uh, killed al Kiddush Hashem. They become the Beis Hamikdash that Sha'asid Livnois Bimher of Yameno Amen. Okay, we're going to start right away with the Tfilah Shir. <laughs>